Good afternoon, welcome. I'm Charlie Lambden, founder of Best Agent. And I have been working with and learning from and training and consulting to estate agents of all shapes and sizes around the country for over 20 years. And I don't know many good agents who wouldn't agree that the number one biggest challenge they have, apart from getting invited in, of course, to pitch potential clients, is once you're in there, how to strike the balance between the nightmare of having to value at a price that's not going to lose you your seller without valuing at a price that means you can't sell it without huge price drops and therefore losing your credibility. Without exception, every agent that I talk to says that overvaluing is the biggest problem. Almost every agent, almost every agent is the biggest problem. But I have seen agents who completely sidestep this problem. And the purpose of this video is a completely free sharing of this expertise from the agents that I've worked with over the years who know how to do it. Um, for those of you who feel that you would love to compete on something else other than price, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, oh excuse me. <laughs> Woo! A big sneeze. Um, so, without further ado, winning an instruction only gets you the chance of earning a fee. What it does when you win an instruction is it, is it guarantees you a lot of work that you may or may not get paid for. And the smartest agents I've worked with have always avoided winning business that they know that they, they, they don't think they're going to get paid for. Now, overvaluing works financially for the largest companies, even if they don't sell those listings. And it, overvaluing as a strategy doesn't work if you are a smaller volume, smaller, lower volume business. So, it, by the way, this is not going to work if you are a crap agent anyway, right? If you are brand new, you don't know your patch, you don't really know estate agency inside out, back to back to front and upside down, um, this isn't going to work. You're going to be seen through. But if you are an agent, and this is who I'm aiming this video at and these videos at, if you are an agent that actually genuinely cares about getting your clients the result that they are after, number one, if you actually know your market really well, and perhaps your, your specialist type of property really well, number two, and if number three, you really understand exactly how to make sure as often as possible that you get competing bidders on a property, you must know these three things, otherwise you basically can't do this. If you know those three things, I can virtually guarantee you this is how you will win instructions away from corporate overvaluers who just purely go in with masses of guff and puff to overvalue. Because the problem the sellers are facing is this. They pick three agents at random, and most of those three agents are all overvaluing against each other. They're competing with each other. They're not competing to try and win the business. They're competing to try and make sure that their competitors don't get it and that they do. And then they'll worry about selling it later. Well, what I'm suggesting here shortcuts that process, speeds up the likelihood of a sale, and takes the whole conversation away from how much is my property worth. 
So if you get to the end of this video as an agent, a good, like the kind of agent I just described, that you know your patch, you care about your customers, and you, you understand the job, and you've still got questions about this. Thing. Well, Charlie, hang on, I hear what you say, but I'm worried about this or worried about that. Please let me know because I want to make sure I have answered everyone's question because I want you, if you're an agent that does know your patch, does care about your customers and does know the job, my whole mission is to get you more business and get it away from the overvaluers. Okay? Right, here goes. Step number one is to take the conversation with the seller away from what you think the value of the property is or what they think the value of the property is or what any other agent thinks the value of the property is because the market will determine it. So the first point to get across to the seller is that all of the other agents are making guesses at valuation because actually you can remind them that unless they're a qualified surveyor, they're not actually authorized to provide a valuation. They'll call it a marketing appraisal to get around that legality. But that's the point. You should just point out to the seller that every agent that comes around and gives them a value is guessing. And they're guessing with a number that they hope is going to flatter the seller, but also be not too far away from them to actually be able to sell it. And point out to the seller that it doesn't matter what anybody thinks it might be worth, because that's not the basis on which they should be choosing the agent. If they don't agree, that is the point at which you should say, well, listen, I wish you all the best. If you think that the choice of agent should be based on what they think they might get for it, then best of luck, give me a call afterwards because it's not going to work out very well. And but whatever you do, make sure you say to them, whatever you do, do not sign a long-term sole agency lock-in agreement. That's the one thing you must tell them. But but you must genuinely be prepared to, to thank them for their time, wish them the best and leave when they're not expecting you to. Because as often as not, that very process will make them go, oh, hang on a second. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe we should listen to you a bit more. If you demonstrate to them that you really aren't interested in getting into a valuation bidding war to win their business, you're likely to get their confidence. It's a bit like, you know, when you're out on a date trying to pick people up who are the ones you're most interested in the ones who aren't interested in you <laughs> whereas if they're really really keen then they're the ones you're most worried about so point number one get them away from the conversation and if they if they say well hang on a second we'd, we'd love to come away from the conversation of what the house is worth we don't really understand what else there is to discuss that's where it opens up for you to talk about everything else there is to discuss and the number one thing that you should start discussing perhaps is why the other agents are overvaluing and backing up that they're overvaluing. Guys, I, this is incredibly embarrassing for a live stream. I've got a, got a runny nose and I need to blow my nose. I have a hanky. Excuse me one second. I'm just going to put... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm going to mute the microphone while I do this. Is anyone still there? <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about that. How do you get a seller to believe you when you say, 
that an estate agent's guess at a valuation is not a basis on which they should be making their choice of agent. You do it by pointing out to them that the market will determine what they will get for their home, provided it is marketed correctly. Right? It doesn't matter what they say, what asking price goes, and what they think it should be, or what another agent puts it on as. The market will determine, and you know this to be true, and in fact, all the other agents know this to be true as well. They're just basically lying about that point just to get the business. The market will determine what the seller's home will get, provided it is marketed correctly. Okay, and this is where you can come in and talk about something that no other agent will talk to them about. Okay, and talk to them and say, the higher the asking price, especially in a falling or in a difficult or challenging market, the higher the asking price, the lower the number of inquiries. The lower the number of inquiries, the less chance you've got of getting competing funded buyers. And without competing funded buyers, you are almost certainly going to be selling at an undervalue. If you've only got one person offering and they're not offering against anybody else, they're not going to offer as much. And if you can explain, as I don't need to tell you how to do this, you'll know how to do this. If you can explain that the lower the asking price, especially if it gets below that price bucket change on the, on the, on the property portals, the larger the number of inquiries, therefore the, the better the chance of getting more viewings and therefore more competing bidders. And provided you are an agent that is good enough that you know you will get them competing bidders, and you point this out to them and say the competing bidders will not care what the asking price is. They will only care what the other person is offering. And so the asking price at that point goes out of the window. And all that matters is which buyer is going to, is going to, is going to bid it. Now, I know that if, if there were buyers watching this, they'll be saying, oh, Charlie, listen, you're supposed to be trying to help us buy. I believe in a free and fair operating market and every property's got a market for itself and if a, if a property goes on with a bad agent it's likely to sell at an undervalue which doesn't do you any good if you are a seller trying to move on and buy your next home i'm not saying anyone should overpay but i'm also saying that nobody should undersell now overpaying won't happen if it's a case of competing bidders because that, that is the market for a property by definition whatever it might be given the current circumstances so this is where it opens up the, the chance for you to point out about how the quality of the marketing, the way the property is presented, uh, and in particular, the price point entry to the market, is how you're going to get that initial interest and get competing buyers. And if you are like any of the best agents that I know, you will not be trying to lock them into a long-term sole agency contract because you'll be saying to them, whatever happens, you're going to be so happy with my service in terms of finding out what the market will support for your property. Um, I'm confident enough not to need to sign you into a, a sole agency agreement because I'm confident you're not going to go anywhere. And if you're not confident enough to say that, are you confident? I mean, do you really know, Are you confident enough that you can actually sell it? Because the agents I know who do that are confident enough that they will actually get it sold. They don't need to tie the client in to a long sole agency agreement. So this is something else you have as a point of difference over those overvaluers who have no choice but to lock them into a long-term sole agency contract. So you can say, look, if I if I let you down, you're free to walk away. If you don't think I'm delivering good enough, you, know, you can say, look, give, give me X period of time. Give me a few, give, this is how long it takes to get to that point. Um, 
But you know, if you if you genuinely don't think you're with the right agent after me, then then off you go. You can only say that if you're an agent who is actually confident of getting it sold. All right, and and if that's you, you are the kind of agent I'm aiming this video at because the more sellers who choose you, the more sellers are going to sell more quickly at a better price and be able to move on with their life and become a buyer of their next home. Or if they are a distressed seller, the more sellers are going to sell more quickly before the market falls away too far and they lose even more money. I think 2024 is going to see a rise in distressed sellers. And those are the kind of sellers that desperately need to avoid overvaluing agents that just leave them on the shelf gathering dust and not selling. Now, I think somewhere in the video, in the notes of this video, I talked about um, also getting a higher V than the cheap overvaluing corporate agents. And often you'll get the, 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 the objection from a seller going, well, hang on a second, other agents are doing it for less. To which my response would be in that scenario, if I were an agent as good as you hopefully are, would be, if you don't think there's a risk of them not selling your house and being stuck on the shelf with them, if you genuinely think that they're going to deliver as good as a personal service as I am and a personal commitment to getting you sold, then you should go with the cheaper agent if you think the cheaper agents are cheap because they're good. And if you don't see the value in what I do and don't see how it's um, more valuable to you to have a better chance of getting a sale sooner at a better price and holding a deal together in this very difficult market, if you don't see the value in the service that I offer, it, it, I wouldn't want to take your business anyway because it means you don't understand the process. Obviously, you do this all in your own style, your own character, your own language. But this is the point. Provided you are an agent that's good enough. I remember one of the best agents I ever worked with as a client, I had a client for years, and he was so, so, so good. He would sell, I remember the figure because I provided him the management information through my CRM software. 93% of all the homes he listed, he exchanged on. And I remember him asking me one day, he said, Charlie, I know that I can get these guys' houses sold with a few phone calls because I've spent so much time um, registering and qualifying and getting to know the buyer. So I know I know who's going to buy it. He says, so I never know. When they say to me, listen, if you can sell my house in a few phone calls, why should I pay such a large fee? And he didn't know the answer to that. And I said to him, I said, how long has it taken you to get your business to a position where you're getting those inquiries? How much time has it taken you to get to know those buyers? How much time and effort and energy has it taken you to actually have those buyers registered with you, ready to buy through you? That's what they're paying you for. Because other agents don't have that. I said, you're not just you're not charging them a fee for just making a phone call. You're charging them a fee for having created a business that allows you to sell their property faster and for a better price than anybody else. And honestly, if you know how to explain that to any seller and you leave them thinking, oh, that's a really good point. If this agent has actually got himself into a position where they can sell my property for me sooner than another agent at a better price, and they're not going to lock me into a long sale agency contract, then yeah, they're totally worth it. I can remember before I got into this industry, I can remember having exactly that when I was selling a flat in London. I rang up the agent and it was over the phone and they were and they did, and they sold it within a week for the price I wanted. I thought, yeah, they're worth the fee. Again, if you are a less experienced agent, you might be sitting listening to this and thinking, well, Charlie, it sounds great, but I actually don't know how to do that. Well, then 
then there are other things you need to, to, to get more experience in and get trained on. And I, I urge you to reach out to the industry trainers that are out there uh, and, and, and ask for that training. Or join Best Agent, because I, I'm going to be doing, uh, this year I'm going to be doing a lot of completely free live video, unrecorded live video training calls. So not, not live stream videos like this, but actual video calls where you guys can be in the room with me and we can go through this together. So you can ask questions in a, in a secure, private environment that's not recorded. And I will share with you much more detail how to do this. And I will answer your questions and I'll take your objections. Because what I'm telling you here isn't just an idea that I've heard. I have seen this at work. And when you are up against other agents who've all got the same playbook, oh, we've got these gadget, um, gimmicky, prop tech data, this, and, uh, you know, it's going to be so easy to stand out above all those guys who use, all use the same formula, don't they? They all use the same formula. And there's a lot more that I can go through with you that will help you stand apart. If you are someone that knows your patch, cares about your customers, and actually knows your job, um, there's, there's a huge amount more to go through. And One of the other things that I'll just finish with, which, you know, you don't want to win business that you can't sell, okay? Because as smaller agents, you can't monetize that business, those listings, like larger agents can and do, okay? Because you don't have an in-house mortgage broker that you're conditionally selling as agents to get. So, you know, you, you don't have the opportunity to exploit unsold listings like the big volume agents do, all right? And winning a listing that you can't sell is putting a millstone around your neck and damaging your reputation if you don't sell it. It is better to walk away from something that you know is knowingly overvalued. It is better to walk away, provided you say to the seller, just please promise me whatever you do, whoever you go with, do not let them sign you into a long-term solidity contract. They will try and talk you into it. You must refuse. And if, and if they don't, agree to negotiate on that. You shouldn't go with them. Um, right. Do we have any questions while we're live? There's not, not many of you watching live, but um, uh, if you've got questions after this video, after the live stream and you're watching it, put them uh, in the comments underneath this video, wherever you're watching it. If um, you want to contact me privately, again, set up at best agent, right? I'll just get the uh, website up on the on the screen for you. Okay, so just go to bestagent.co.uk. And if you're an existing agent, so there it is on the screen there, down there. <laughs> I can never do that. It's there. Um, activate your best agent back office account. You see that your listings are already there. That will allow you to get free telephone leads from any uh, applicant inquiries that come through the Best Agent Property site. Um, and it will give you access to all the free training I'm offering. And the whole campaign I am pushing on this year is to help end overvaluing as a practice and to make sure I, I'm going to be putting literally all my effort into this, both with the technology that I'm building and the promotion and publicity that I'm doing on Moving Home with Charlie will all be about uh, 
undermining the overvaluing agents who want to do it deliberately and who lock clients in because look how much of the market does that. It's, it's awful. And I know how painful it is for you as agents to see it happen when you watch a seller go with the wrong agent because they just get closed and locked into this long solidity contract. And you think, oh, there goes another one. So in a nutshell, to wrap it up, don't compete on value in a marketing appraisal. Explain why that is just a losing game for everybody to the seller. If you've got the evidence, you can go on online and if they're telling you which agents and you know it's one of those bad overvaluing agents, just say, let's go look at their website and see how much unsold stock they've got sitting there, how long it's been sitting there for and how many times they've reduced the price already and haven't sold it. Do you want to be one of those guys? And obviously, hopefully you don't have any of those, of those, of those on your own website because you are actually getting stuff sold and getting it shifted. Show them that, that that's, agents are not allowed to, to value it in any case, that guessing at value is, is not, not the basis on which they should be choosing their agent. And whoever they go with, don't sign a long-term solidity lock-in. Right, guys, I've rambled more for more than 20 minutes. Sorry about my nose blowing. Um, also, follow me on uh, X. Best agent boss, the link is below in the description um, where I post more than I do on, on the videos. Um, and I look forward to hopefully meeting you. I do have also a private WhatsApp group of agents, um, over 100 agents in there where we just we can discuss, we discuss this kind of stuff in private. Um, and if you'd like to join that because you are a forward thinking, open minded agent that cares about your clients and wants to improve the industry, um, then let me know and I can add you to that WhatsApp group. Otherwise, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Best of luck in 2024. Uh, and I hope to actually end up meeting you all soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.